Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for July 12, 2011, and here's what's going on in today's automotive industry. Car sales are slowing down in China. They're up 5% so far this year, but that is a much slower rate of increase than before. However, the luxury segment is screaming ahead. Audi sales are up 28%, Volvo's up 36%, Mercedes up 52%, and BMW is up 61%. The overall market is down because the government removed incentives for smaller cars. But those incentives were never applied to luxury cars, and so they were unaffected when those incentives were dropped. But in Beijing, which is trying to limit car sales due to massive traffic jams, car sales were down 60%. As you'll remember, Beijing implemented a lottery system to get license plates, which has driven the prices of those plates to over $5,000. Hybrids get good fuel economy and diesels get good fuel economy. And that's exactly why French automaker Peugeot is coming out with a diesel hybrid. All told, Peugeot's diesel hybrid has 200 horsepower and gets a combined fuel economy of 70 miles per gallon. And that's based on the European driving cycle, which provides higher fuel economy numbers than the test the US EPA uses. But even so, 70 miles per gallon is a pretty impressive number. No word yet on what this diesel hybrid will cost, but you can bet it will be expensive. That's why Peugeot is making this car called the 508RXH, its top-of-the-line flagship. And we'll get more information when this car debuts this fall at the Frankfurt Auto Show. Speaking of diesels, as we reported last year, America's top-selling car last month, the Chevrolet Cruze, is likely to get a diesel engine in time for the 2013 model year. Fuel economy could reach 50 miles per gallon on the highway and challenge the Prius for fuel efficiency honors. Pricing's not available according to the Associated Press, but we can expect the diesel cruise to sticker for more than the $16,500 price of the standard cruise. Here's my Autoline Insight. The General seems to see the diesel as a marketing advantage since there's only one other player in the diesel passenger car game outside of luxury cars, and that is Volkswagen. For the last decade and a half, OnStar's practically been the only in-car connectivity service around. But the competition's coming on strong. Ford just announced it's adding a new feature to its popular sync system called Operator Assist. Like OnStar, it gives drivers access to a real person who can help with things like turn-by-turn -turn directions, and finding local businesses. They use their cell phones to make the call. Ford owners can now search for things using voice commands or talk to an operator if they prefer. The back end is provided by a company called MyAssist, which is based in Wisconsin. Currently, Ford is beta testing this technology, so no word when it will officially debut. But in a related story, Nissan has OnStar in its sights, too. The company's luxury division is introducing a new concierge service called Infinity Personal Assistant. It gives owners 24-hour access to live operators that can give directions, 
help make dinner reservations, update them with the latest sports scores, and a whole lot more. Infinity owners also access this service by cell phone and can get this information even if they're not in their cars. The service is free for the first four years of ownership. Rollout of the Infinity Personal Assistant begins today and it's going to be available in all U.S. markets within the next three months. Ethanol is one part fuel, two parts controversy. Automotive teetotalers looking to keep gas tanks drier than Prohibition America pound away at its downsides, one of which is reduced fuel economy. But does grain alcohol really deserve the bad rap? Wards reports that researchers in Finland recently compared fuel economy between E5 and E10. Many people in Europe have been avoiding E10, claiming it significantly reduces fuel economy. So what do the lab coat wearing scientists say? Well, they found very little difference between the two fuels. In fact, the Delta was only about 1%. Whizzing past traffic in the high occupancy lanes has long been a perk of hybrid drivers in California. Starting this month, the privilege will be restricted to carpoolers and Honda Civic natural gas drivers. With the Civic natural gas being the only natural gas powered car from a major manufacturer, it appears these drivers will have a lot of room in the Golden State's HOV lanes until their free ride expires in 2015. Honda says its sales for the Civic natural gas have tripled compared to last year, but I'll point out those sales numbers are minuscule. The Civic Natural Gas costs nearly $9,000 more than a base Civic with an automatic transmission. I'm Seamus McElroy in the really hot Nevada desert, and coming up I'm going to show you the new 2012 Hyundai Accent. Nothing seems to be able to slow Hyundai down these days. It's been able to gain market share as Japanese automakers recover from production problems due to the earthquake that paralyzed operations in March. And now Hyundai has yet another new model in its lineup, as Seamus McElroy reports. When most people come to Nevada, they visit places like Las Vegas or the Hoover Dam. But at AutoLine, we drive cars. And today we're test driving the new 2012 Hyundai Accent. It's in a growing and competitive segment as automakers introduce subcompacts with better styling, more features, and improved ride and handling. And the 2012 Accent is no exception. Yes, we, we introduced a new GDI engine. It's a 1.6 liter that delivers class leading horsepower as well as 40 miles per gallon highway. So whether you get a, a six-speed manual transmission or a six-speed automatic transmission, you get 40 miles per gallon. And Accent, if you compare just conventional gasoline engines, we're the only five passenger to get 30 miles per gallon city, 40 miles per gallon highway. Overall, it had enough oomph out on the road, but it was lacking power going up hills. And even though it's a bit heavier than the outgoing model, Hyundai did cut weight in some key areas. Uh, we incorporated lo lots of weight savings. What we did is we used lar large amounts of high strength steel in order to produce a strong, light, and stiff body, in order to improve ride quality as well as deliver handling. Uh, there are also other areas where we reduced weight. We went from a cast iron engine block to an aluminum block. 
We also applied monotube shock absorbers. We also went with a lightweight coupled torsion beam as well. It's also longer and has a longer wheelbase than the previous model. The design has also been updated. The front end features a similar horizontal front grille like on the Elantra and Sonata, and the accent also features Hyundai's fluidic sculpture design. And what that is, is even when the vehicle's standing still, it, it feels like the vehicle's in constant motion with the wraparound headlights, the wraparound taillights, and the, the sleek character lines throughout the vehicle. The 2012 Accent comes with lots of standard safety features like six airbags, active head restraints for front passengers, and it's the only subcompact to offer four-wheel disc brakes as standard. ABS and electronic stability control are also standard. Pricing for the four-door with a manual transmission starts at just over $13,000. The five-door with a manual costs just over $15,000. The four-door price jumps to nearly $16,000 with an automatic, and the hatch with an auto starts at just over $16,500. The Hyundai Sonata and Elantra are selling extremely well. Now, with a new Accent in its lineup, Hyundai sales are only going to get better. Hey, don't forget to tune in to AutoLine After Hours this Thursday night when my guest will be Jack Telnack the designer who launched the aero look at Ford in the 1980s. We'll have to see what he thinks about aerodynamics these days. That's Thursday night on AutoLine After Hours. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.